0: Hello, how's it everybody? It's Steve. Steve, and I'm back what? again. Oh, oh yeah, we have a third person. Operation Recall Roundup.
1: Hi everybody. <laughs> hey, I actually
2: forgot we had a third member in this. In this
0: we time. did miss you. Did every your uh, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello Paul, hello Rob, hello gentlemen, hello Bergforce, hello listeners. I'm back. Hell yeah. And I ask Back again, did you miss me? Because <laughs> there wasn't a resounding yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we, we are our own people. You know? Oops, we we can decide for ourselves what we like
1: don't like. <laughs> Maybe people should stop shouting at the radio. I mean, at their, uh, whatever they listen to their podcasts on. <laughs> <You
0: know? Sure. laughs> it, it's tough, guys. Let me tell you, if you're referring to what, G.I. Joberg or other podcasts, either way, I'm the worst kind of podcast listener in the world because I'm like live correcting people while <laughs> they're in my ear holes and then they correct themselves and then i have to resend the sort of the dm that i just sent them but <laughs> i i have a, an all-important rule nowadays because i'm such a bloody smart ass about this stuff um i only want to nitpick the nit- nitpickers you know like if someone gets something wrong and they're just you know they're just a casual fan i'm not gonna go after them But if someone is nitpicking someone else and they, in turn, are making an error in their very own nitpick, then I'm on the case, let me tell you. Hmm. Case (laughs) in point, (laughs) case in point. A guy came on air and said, um, you know, I can't stand these fly-by-night fans who don't, like, do the research and they don't know, like, Outback's place of birth and they don't know Beachhead's file name. And, like, he got beachhead's file name incorrect And I was like because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the one thing i do know
1: i don't know outback's place of birth but i do know wayne sneeden oh wayne sneeden big
0: big piney yeah. uh wyoming big piney is. okay that's, that's outback's place of birth and wayne r sneeden is it wayne like r sneeden i said
1: s by accident hey
0: yeah. mm, this guy said wayne sneeden and then he paused because he knew there was an r somewhere and he's like wayne sneeden jr I think he was thinking of the cops reference, but anyways, oh. it, <laughs> let's not get bogged down in nitpicks. I I'm I'm elated to be in your presence again, boys yeah. and listeners. Likewise, man. This is, this is good. Thank you for holding down the fort, Rob, in that uh, awesome, awesome <laughs> overview of our our finest Rob work. Rob Solo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and then the Megaforce episode, which still hasn't twisted my rubber arm into watching it, but that's mainly just because. <laughs> I've been, I've been watching like broadcast television again. I'm currently staying huh. at an Airbnb and they have no Wi-Fi. This is probably the only Airbnb in existence that doesn't offer Wi-Fi. So I'm watching TV by night with the bunny ears. A bunny ears aerial. Can you believe that? That's wild. That dude, that's, that's old school. Well, I don't know how it does it, but somehow bunny ears are able to get digital channels. Huh? That's Uh, news to me. the zero zero ones
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're beaming the
0: zero zero ones through the air to the (laughs) (laughs)
1: 011.
0: (laughs) How How is it possible? I've just been watching X-Men Origins Wolverine, which isn't quite as bad as I remember it. But I guess my expectations (laughs) have been like (laughs) down in the basement for however many years. Oh dude that's what happens <laughs> that's what happens when you watch
1: broadcast TV you see you're not part of the uh <laughs> you lower the bar you, you lower, lower the bar movie. yeah
0: but are you, are you watching the first one or the second one X-Men Origins Wolverine is the first one you're thinking yeah, okay. of the Wolverine which is the one in Japan which is marginally better but it kind of loses loses itself towards the the final act anyways well, let's put it at least X- I've seen X-Men that one X-Men. more than 3 times so the first I can't yeah. stand the first one yeah <laughs> wow I recall Mm. correctly. I I saw it. I saw The Wolverine in Hyde Park in Joburg. But I walked into the wrong cinema because I was late and I was blustering through the popcorn and the bloody ticket and however the the cinemas were were numbered. I walked into the wrong cinema and I I started watching um, Now You See Me 2. I was like, hang on, this isn't right. How <laughs> ah, do you like me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Woody Harrelson, that movie. <laughs> being a magician. Um, <laughs> no, no, well does
1: not it? Um, uh, Lex Luthor. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. And uh, <laughs> that other clown, that other clown from the Pineapple Express. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: the brother of, um, what's his name?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we doing great, guys. No, yeah, he's in Spider-Man. We, and we, he's oh,
0: China. James Franco's brother, younger yes. brother
1: yeah and isn't
0: james franco in there as well mm, Pff, maybe come here yeah what a joker oh um, daniel no daniel
2: Radcliffe is in the second one i think but anyway oh rat huh.
0: <laughs> you're a wizard harry <laughs> 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 oh lord okay um. okay i see the comments from the berg force has gone very quiet because they're like what the fuck have we wandered into you guys are they're, like,
1: they're like, oh god, it's He what? hasn't been no, back
2: I'm... in a while. He has a lot to say.
0: I do, guys. But before we get into our kind of our news update, let's just unpack what the hell we're doing in this episode. Mm. It's quite fun and it's something that I've wanted to do for a while, but since the Operation Recall Backer kit has just opened, there's no time like the present. I wanted to put a bit of spotlight on each of the Uh, figures in the first wave plus the extras and play the little game. Because if you did go all in, you're getting all of these carded figures eventually like Christmas comes early or late or however you want to date these things. But when it all arrives, you will be spoiled for choice. You won't know what to do with yourself. You'll be like, do I open this one or that one? Do I open them one a day for the next 17, 19 days, whatever? Or do I open them all in one go? Well, we decided on episode 264 to play a game of like focusing in on your absolute favorites. Like if, as for many of us, we don't have the the, the greatest means at our disposal and you could only go in for one or four, sort of a limited quantity as opposed to getting everything. What are your criterion? How are you deciding? Because... There's such diversity in the operation of Recall roster. I'm sure you'll agree. There are villains, there are heroes, there are animal companions, there are freaky science fiction characters, there are absolutely like down to the ground realistic tactical characters. So like there's everything. It runs the gamut between science fiction and reality and uh superheroism in some respects and mm. uh, there's just so much as I say, variety to play with. So let's let's get our teeth sunk into like our absolute faves. We're going to kind of do a rundown of all of the figures, and then at the end, reveal our top pick. Mm-hmm. I think Rob and I settled on we- one. One. <laughs> and true Paul, to form, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I got like three. How many, Paul? Three. <laughs> three. Well, okay. Actually, five, 20 I'm going to be
1: honest. It's actually four, but uh, three. <laughs> i really like these toys man like you know yeah and like you're saying about means
2: some real winners for sure mm. mm-hmm.
1: so where do we start what's the criteria you want to start with are we just going to talk through them and then one of us Shut is going to go like i got okay.
0: that one or no, we
1: say <laughs> at the end okay
0: no, we'll start at the very beginning and we will start Very good with... place to
1: start um,
0: just do I, it's been a while since I have uh, driven StreamYard, but here we go. The first figure on the list. Actually, it should be uh, Rotello. Yeah. So let's start with Rotello. Guys, uh, this is uh, Carson yeah. Metaxas's um, figure concept from 1989, beautifully realized by Ron Rudat with Kirk Kurt Bo- Kurt Bozegian overseeing it. And it has. I mean, dare I say it, Carson, like you had a, a, a wonderful concept to bring in a, a home, homing pigeon and um, you made it very achievable back then. However, the old masters have like kind of blown it out of the water and, and not used any limitations. I mean, if I'm recalling correctly, Carson had various parts reuses that he listed in his original concept. Kind of yeah. like, I suppose, not strain Sweet the budget. To the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make it easier for, for Hasbro, more palatable. Um, but Rotello is a masterful that's figure with some incredible accessories. Not only does he have a homing pigeon, animal accessory, but uh, also a quadcopter drone. So that's kind of doubling up on your um, your concept there. You've got the, the very old school tech and the very uh, up to the minute kind of future tech.
1: Hmm. Also, very forward-thinking of uh, Carson uh, as a kid, you know, to to use parts that would be easy to reuse.
0: Like, you know, a lot of people wouldn't consider that. You know, th- that's, that's very enterprising. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Mr. Metaxas is one smart cookie. Even no. as a child, he kind of, he knew the realities of action figure production. So, hats off, bro. The powder blue shirt is is a terrific idea. I mean, originally his concept had a green shirt, but like, that blue just really, really... Like, puts him into that that hero category. Mm. It's not realistic. It's not tactical. Uh, it's not practical. But it just... It really sings, <laughs> man. <laughs> I it like fits in perfectly
2: with 89. You know, the best year of J.I. Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah. A bit of sky blue. Just like uh, <laughs> Recoil's Arsenal. Oh, man. <laughs> but, you know, when they did the um, the Collector's Club version and they i think they they took out the blue accessories and made them more realistic gray i, I don't know what, i might cool. be misremembering it's like no that's recoil's thing or they uh i know what they did they made his helmets normal and not that kind of freaky deaky bedpan thing
1: uh,
0: and that's just that's recoil you gotta have the bedpan yeah or as i like actually, to think right? of it it's it's kind of like master chief from halo kind of yes <laughs> yeah yeah it, there's something interesting
1: about it i just i just find that figures car- uh, you lose all of that toy's personality when you change the weapons to realistic colors and like you said the helmet just loses what? something in my eyes
0: we deride uh, powder blue guns and the <laughs> the gun chaka. um hmm? but if you put any other color weapon with recoil it just i don't know it it doesn't seem right it's become hmm. his thing you got to somehow hmm. explain it on the battlefield like Recoil! Why do you spray all your weapons blue? He's <laughs> oh,
1: like, they're not blue; they're green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: But Rotello, what does um, anyone red? else? Anyone else got some some more praise to sling at this figure?
1: I I have a love hate relationship with this toy, because mm-hmm. uh, my submission also had like a, d- a drone concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah and. When I saw this, I was like, oh, crap. My drone concept's not going to fly now. Because Carson's got a drone in his. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I actually really dig this. This looks like a lot of fun. It's a fun toy, you know, to play with. Like, it's got lots of... Like, this is the kind of thing I'm into. Like, especially as a kid as well. Where you've got the little drone you can take off. You can fly around. You've got the pigeon, you know. It's cool. You
0: know, any well, you... it sets such a high bar in terms of accessory count. Bird, backpack, gun helmet quadcopter like if you got that on a card back in 89 as a gi joe you'd be like that's amazing that's more accessories than you can shake a stick at it's like step aside tundra ranges
1: and uh (laughs) and mark van lewen in the comments with this beauty Rutello would fit perfectly in my steel brigade yes please that's exactly where my mind went when Stephen went powder blue shirt i was thinking steel Mm -hmm. brigade but, uh... Steel
0: Brigade, Spirit, Airborne, there's a rich history of that part of blue popping up in, in places, so it's not just Recoil's mm. Gun Chucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's where we went, because we're G.I. Joe Book.
0: What's next on the roster, dude? Let's get down to business, boys. Uh, the first of the creator submissions past uh, Carson's initial figure was uh, Breacher and Falcon. Now, I've thoroughly enjoyed Order of Battle podcast's coverage of Operation Recoil because Jason is doing the yeoman's work and he has gotten interviews with the creators. And he Ah, made the point that this particular gentleman, Gabriel Magnum, uh, after the actual kids who submitted, he is the youngest submitter at age 21. His father and he are both comic book artists. And he produced this fantastic figure, also with a blue shirt. I've just noticed. <laughs> it's not quite part of blue, but uh, it's just I a mean, really great compliment for
1: for green. For so. Green, mm-hmm. I wouldn't
0: think so, but when I see it, it's it it sings, man. Talkum, Buttercom, the original, <laughs> co- yeah. But yeah. you ha- you you see another animal companion in the mix, and yeah, you can't go wrong with a canine character. Yeah, you can't have too many of them. In other words, I'd say. Mm. And it's cool artwork too. You know who's definitely is a good artwork? compliment with Shockwave.
1: Mm. They work well together. So much was said in the interview, actually. Nice one, Rob. Mm. Yeah. And I also like uh... the... and it's cool because now Matt has a buddy as well. Mutt and junkyard. Mutt Law and
0: now Breacher. But he's not yeah. the only canine in Operation Recoil. Recoil? No. Right? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Bit of a phone there. Operation <laughs> Recoil. I got recoil on the brain, guys.
1: But Breacher and Falcon, uh, when Carson did the, uh, the initial, like, sort of teaser on Instagram, where he just flashed a whole bunch of, um, just some of the submissions, uh, I remember Breacher and Falcon catching my eye. Like, I remember going, hey, that's actually really cool. It had a great silhouette, because uh, this was the, art, uh, it was this artwork, but I can't remember if it was colored or not, but I do remember this artwork and going, oh, yeah, cool, A dog handler, awesome. And I like the... I love the ponytail and stuff. It's cool. Uh, it's yeah, very and the 90s. And
0: the, and the, well, it, it actually... It is Gabriel. He said as much with the, the long ah. hair and the goatee. Mm. Nice. Well, if you're going to make a figure, that... you might as
2: well make one that looks like you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Toads, man. There, there, are, there are callbacks and call forwards. Like, if he came up in the modern era of action figures, which he did, um, the tactical vest reminds me of... Uh, Resolute Duke. Duke, You've got that figure, yeah. Rob. Um, yeah. And and then, like, in this color version, um, they did Sergeant Thunderblast, which used the same, which is Thunder, came with the Armored Panther, which is the Armadillo from Rise of Cobra. Okay, I'm probably losing people about, with my description, but basically that tack vest in that color green with those brown pants really do feel like Sergeant Thunderblast to me. Wait, he had black pants. The brown was on top. Anyways, regardless. Um, There there are some technical aspects which uh, Gabriel wanted to include in the figure which seems to me like very challenging to do for the O-Ring style. I'd be curious to see what engineering goes into this figure because not only does he have Outback's um, plug-in L-bent flashlight Flashlight, that goes into the thigh, but he seems to have a sheath that attaches to the tactical vest on the shoulder portion, uh, and the knife that goes into that, which is a very—I'm sure you'll agree—like a very like modern era GHO thing to do. Yeah. And, um, PO- POC Snake Eyes had that. I think the Ali Viper, while the sheath wasn't removable, it had the a knife sheath on its shoulder. God, um, how cool so was that? Like very the first cool. time you experienced that, it's amazing. But, Jens, does that yeah. break the O-ring aesthetic to you? Is that perhaps a bridge too far? No, no. not for me.
2: Well, I think me. it maybe they'll just they'll, they'll sculpt it in. I mean, th- yeah. there are limits to what you can do with O-Ring, I think. I mean, probably. I guess it's big. a case. Yeah,
0: well, it's a case where Gabriel is kind of shot for the moon. It's like, it's pushed this as far as it can go. And if the old creators are like, "Yeah, but we want to stay true to the way where it was," then the could kabosh it? Perhaps I don't
2: know. Oh, unless we're going to see like a completely new reinvention of what you know how, O-rings are. Yeah, how they bring could be them executed. The twenty-first yeah. century. Why not? Kabosh.
0: I think these guys are going to split the diff. To be honest, uh, they hey. want to remain true and, and and pass the kind of the the squint test. that should fit <laughs> side by side with your original O-rings. Um, so we'll we'll see. I'm curious. Then again, you know, O rings did push its own boundaries. Like Outback had web gear in a time where web gear was typically sculpted on, and mm-hmm. Chuckles had a functioning holster when, once again, holsters and the pistols, in fact, were always just sculpt. So mm. it could happen, guys. Next figure, cadavers. This is designed as a troop builder, but interestingly enough, the creator has this as a kind of a a named character in his own headcanon, which he has just launched as a Kickstarter called Easy Kill 9. Link will be in the description below. Um, These guys, or this guy, is tasked with eliminating zombified people. Um, That's why he has no sort of flesh showing. He's got an entirely insulated suit, and that's why his primary weapon is a very, very sharp blade. Because, yeah, Uh As you all know, zombies are just big old bullet sponges.
1: (laughs) This is
2: such a cool concept. So, this, I mean, that feels like it feeds into the 90s figures then.
1: Yeah. um, And also a little bit of POC as well. Because POC. Oh, with that skull motif.
0: I believe that has become quite a popular um, symbol now. I mean, there's a lot of fan art circulating around uh, these figures. So. Yeah, man, people are really running with these concepts. Uh, But that, I believe, is the Easy Kill 9 logo. So this team of um, of undead eliminators would all be rocking that symbol. But, you know, in in this new universe or canon, it's all up to reinterpretation. I mean, Larry Harmer, in fact, has the final say on how this story is put together, how this world stitches together. So whatever the creative's... Initial concepts were they have to kind of surrender that and just give it over, like, of course, it might all change, which is delightful, very exciting.
2: Well, for sure. I mean, already it says silent infiltrators, you know, as, as mm. their description of what he is. So it could, yeah, maybe they're like, nah, there's not so many zombies in this world,
0: looks like an, ninja but either way, like a ninja, it's a very cool looking character.
2: ninja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Paul, well, you preempted me, man, because. What a lot of people are theorizing is that this is the kind of the the evil counter to sh- Serpont. Oh. oh, he's not. Next. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the the cybernetic prosthetic ninja called Shh with four H's. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm up, I'm it. up on it, man. I know my shit. Love it. I've got a whole bag of sh with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I like the fact that cadavers are kind of paired back. They seem, at least on this design sheet, to just be sword carrying dudes. They got yeah, one blade. I think what one wins sheet. is
2: it's it's the design itself is what wins. You don't have to add thousands of accessories to make something
1: cooler. Hmm. Mm. I don't know i i am mean, i am that guy add thousands of accessories to make it. oh <laughs> gosh we already own
2: thousands of accessories just you know you can you literally play with them with any of your figures
1: <laughs> well i do that's why I, yeah anyway moving on yeah, but that's one of the reasons i love storm shadow the original storm shadow so much i just love that all of his stuff's with him theoretically <laughs> because yeah. you you don't want to break anything these days but I just, I did, I did enjoy that. And I suppose he, uh, this uh, cadaver dude is going to have a lot of that going for him too. Just based on the little sketch I can see on the side, on the left. He's got a, um, I can never remember the name of that, but it's like a stabby, stabby. First knife.
0: First knife. There we go. The, yeah. <laughs> you
3: know.
0: I like the, the fact the... that it's a baddie dressed in gray so that it already kind of falls into the, the Firefly aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And this could be one of Firefly's dudes. Oh, mind you, Firefly likes to work alone. I don't know. This could actually be Firefly. He could reset Firefly's kind of ninja, ninja ninjistic aspects and make this his evolution instead of the the garish lime green, which I enjoy. Just let that be on the record. But you and Gary both. If that's (laughs) not your jam, cadavers could be your reimagining of Firefly. Pursuit of Cobra Firefly, if you will. Now we have our buddy, friend of the show, Action Robot punches Ted Terranova's concept, Damselfly, which is an enemy aerial assault trooper. She's wearing blue camo and has a similar face mask, actually, to the cadavers' design. Um, Kind of a stylized skull, almost. And she's got a kind of deployable backpack that Carson has confirmed will have a spring open feature flippy wings ah, yay! Nice. that makes flippy me so wings. happy and on the ends anything. of the wings you've got those very cool quadcopter ish turbines very very nice which is great
1: because it has a, a cool visual it's like it mm. even though it's not very like realistic it's got a nice visual for it sells. i mean it sells it flies <laughs> you know <laughs> Which means well, it was a toy line
0: that I... It's not a toy line that I collected much of, but I have an awareness of the Microman figures. The Croyers mm-hmm. and the... I think it was called the Space Glider. I don't know. Uh, the good, the Goody characters had, like, backpacks that deployed like that. I'm remembering primarily the Marvel Comics run, where... Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. The girl and the guy, Commander Ran. <laughs> Actuos Ran or whatever... <laughs> Anyways, they no. both had those, and they used them to zip around a classroom, which was cool. Like, micro-sized people fighting in, in a school, which is just pure fun.
1: You know what one of my favorite things about this uh, character's design is? Uh, is the gun. I really love that gun design. I think it's mm. so cool. It's not, like, overcooked. Um, because, you know, sometimes gun g- designs can be very overcooked and look a bit Rob Liefeld's. It just sits in a in a very happy space for me. It's got a bit of a a a slight Gundam aesthetic to it that I like as well. And yeah, and I think uh Damselfly is a very well designed character. It's very it's very out, uh, outrageous but also sort of subdued. Like it's very military, but the accessories make uh quite outrageous and that's what I dig about this. Design. The gun also feels like a
0: throw forward and a throwback. Like it's mm. got that cylindrical like additional barrel um shroud, which always says sci-fi energy weapon, typically. But it's also a throwback in that, you know World War One era machine guns were water cooled, like the Vickers, and so they mm. had giant like water tanks around the barrel. Mm which was like a big, bulky cylinder. So, yeah, it's... it's and, and the rear end of the, the weapon as well kind of has a very old-school aesthetic. This yeah. metal wireframe um, shoulder brace. Very which cool. Is, well done, yeah. Ted.
1: Nice one, dude. Nice one. Rob, Rob any Rob, thoughts? You want to pass any thoughts? I think this is really cool. It's a nice
2: complementary figure to the target. And uh, an well. <laughs> it's nice to have another like aerial figure on on Cobra's side.
0: Mm. I think it's hopefully awesome. that uh, that blue camo will kind of have shades of Cobra blue in it. But I'm uh, sure you know. It'll, it'll look good I made the mistake. Next to it. I made the mistake when I was submitting my concept that I kind of was too heavily reliant on the GI Joe versus Cobra mythology. Like yeah. I should have. Copped to the fact that like these need to be <laughs> figures that stand on their own without any ties to G.I. Joe, because yeah, you know, Carson did want to approach Hasbro. In fact, if the if the legends are true, he did approach Hasbro with this concept, and they were like, nah, we're gonna do our own thing. And he was like, fair enough, well, so am I. Um <laughs> so this is disconnected from the G.I. Joe world. I was stupid. I kind of made my character very much in the mold of him being you know, in the original Araw assortments, I did Foolish. the same. I did the
1: same, but I have no, reg- I have no regrets, not even a one. Uh, <laughs>
0: no, yeah. I got, I got so no maybe regrets. We I'm stop referencing... did it was Yeah, well, I'm just gonna try and stop referencing Araw for the rest of this chat, if I, I can, so. if that's even possible. Yeah, if,
2: if you can try, let's see how long Stephen lasts, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now another appearance of the that delightful blue char- uh, color we've got uh Soul eagle guerrero but i prefer to use the spanish um aguila del sol because Sol eagle guerrero is a little close to saw guerrero don't you don't you find mm, you always think yeah. of that star wars character and as luck would have it rogue one was on um free tv this evening <laughs> and i watched it <laughs> and i was thoroughly depressed afterwards because you know that movie sucks like it it's does. it's good but it what? sucks in that, like... Everyone dies. Couldn't, couldn't one of them escape? Couldn't one of them no. just, just live but out that, but their But you're going to get to see oh. the
2: earlier adventures of Andor very soon, so isn't that nice? Uh, that is you know, nice. That takes out any tension in the room whenever <laughs> he gets into trouble. It's like, where's oh, he going to make it? Is he not going to make it? Well, of course he's going to make it. He's going to die to a bloody Death Star shot in you know, a couple
1: <laughs> of years from right now. Don't worry about it.
2: Well,
0: that's why they're going to bring in all those side characters.
1: I feel like we've said so much about this character in previous podcasts. Uh, but I still... What I want to add hasn't. to it is... Hey? Rob I've hasn't. I've never said a he single word
2: about this character. I didn't even, I he didn't wasn't around. This, this is one of the first times I ever saw it. I think the weapons are so cool. Like, what a! Mm. I like that he kind of integrated his own special weapons into this character. Um, and it's nice that he's a Lucidor as well. Uh, mm. I like that we're kind of going very international. And I feel like the blue colour is maybe a theme that they themselves had picked out to go with Operation Recall. So they were more likely to create characters that were blueish, um, that, l- that lent towards blue. Um, at least based off you know what we've seen so far. But yeah, he looks like a lot of fun.
0: He's got yeah, freaking I... eagles on his shins, guys. I mean on his <laughs> knee pads.
1: Like how badass. That's why I like this so much. It's so extra. It's you know it's the same thing it's extra in the right places like damselfly fly it's extra but it's like held back a little bit by some sort of real world <laughs> inverted commas um yeah. sort of you know restraint but yeah that gun i love that like cinder block looking punching fist glove thing with the gun that just looks like i'm going to ha- i'm going to have a lot of fun with this if i get one so you know and corson has
0: clarified that, uh, that that weapon, that sort of fist mounted with the additional minigun hanging off it, that block is used for punching tanks. Whoa. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Fantastic. Amazing. The luchador is a weapon! But I also <laughs> just want to double back and draw attention to an awesome feature of O-ring figures that incorporated it. And... That is the knee pads themselves, because it would extend the lower leg portion of the sculpt to cover the joint, basically. And when yeah. you really make a meal of those, shin- of those knee pads, like uh, the Crimson God or the Crimson Twins had, for instance, they had quite high um, padding up there. And I'm, I'm blanking on other characters, but I'm sure it was. Alter also sort- has
2: a little bit that goes a little bit over, I think
0: yes yeah anytime you had a pad that kind of extended upwards very nice touch and Mm. this one really embellishes that aspect so it's clever that the design elements in the concept took into account the construction as intelligently Mm. as this to like add flourishes that would make sense to the original o-ring buck and architecture very cool and, of course, he comes with a title belt. Amazing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, we have some baddie army builders. This is kind of the, I suppose, designed as the cannon fodder. The Los Castigadores. Castigadores. Los Castigadores. Castigadores. Yeah. Jeez. Nailed it on the third part. Bless so. you. Yeah.
2: Enemy <laughs> executioners.
0: Wow. They're so not messing around. The creator included a sketch, but also this is based on a cosplay by the looks of things. So, Chris Scott has actually created this for real. In real life. He's a real (laughs) skull. It's got some Punisher elements, but then it's a fully covered face with a visor and a sort of a skull um, mouth plate, mouth covering, and then a helmet on top. Very tactical, badass. I'm very curious to see this translated into action figure form because, mm. yeah, to take a real thing and go O-Ring is something mm. that has happened relatively few times, you know, aside from the sergeant slaughters of the world and the the fridge and all that jazz. Like, Scoop. when else has this happened in O-Ring? Oh, yeah, Scoop. I suppose. <laughs> but, like, uniform wasn't a <laughs> translation of something that existed. Yeah, no, that wasn't real. That was just his his mm. head was real. It was a real person. I think it's a good. They look The
2: camera looks quite real. <laughs> it's a real camera. <laughs> uh, it's these not guys the look so intimidating. I think they're the role of yeah. Sword. These are a good enemy to fight against. I think the Los Custigadores.
1: I don't love don't. this. <gasps> no, Paul. No, I'll tell you why I don't He's love it. you shitting on my favorite it's... figure. No, no, man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm You're not so shitting on go to favorite trigger. I wrong. just. <laughs> i just don't i just don't like it and it's not because it's badly designed or anything i don't like call of duty and this figure reeks of call of duty for me this design and i'm like it's just it's got that this veneer to it um that puts me off that doesn't mean that it's not well designed it is very very well designed and there's lots of interesting considerations done especially if you look at his sketches um, He sketches that he's done for it and the way he's designed the weapons. There's lots of wind in there. I just, just, this kind of aesthetic, I'm just so done with it. And I think that's just because I'm a gamer. I'm just done with that aesthetic. I'm, I see it too much. I'm just done with it. That said, okay. I am very, I'm still curious to see what it looks like in toy form. Because I kind of got a feeling that in toy form, it might add, there might be a little bit of a weird goofiness that goes to it that makes it really awesome and that kind of goofiness has helped other designs like the flak viper in the past and it's helped um things like the target you know if you take the target and you make it very realistic it like if uh, like as it is like the the original design it's kind of also a little bit military and too straightforward and and the flak viper as well doesn't look like an interesting design on paper but as a toy it's up there so that's why i think this guy might be an interesting toy so I think maybe to be fair, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Maybe maybe it's not so much that I dislike it. I'm cautiously optimistic. It's just yeah. I think general look it and feel doesn't it doesn't, doesn't, hit, get me. It, it, doesn't mm.
2: it doesn't you know you don't it's like weird. it conceptually, but maybe as a figure it will be cooler.
1: Exactly, and it's weird because I mean I you know we we like this toy line that is military based, but I'm always like when you it goes like too military far military, stuff. it gets me. Yeah, you know, I get a bit like it's okay, yeah. You know,
2: one of your favorite characters, Snake. I mean, Storm
1: Shadow. Storm Shadow, exactly. <laughs> White pajamas on the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Ninja Force Zartan. Who know? You know. Yeah, it.
0: that's. Uh, yeah. I think this guy will probably <coughs> give big headhunter stormtroopers vibes. Mm. In terms of just looking very intimidating, very detailed, got a kind of a grimace to the face. Uh, you know, it, it's got a. It, the helmet gives it a face, even though you're not seeing the actual character's face. It's got this skeletal mouthpiece and the goggles, which give it an aggressive eye line. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's going to look absolutely badass and be every bit the kind of army builder you want for this line. Mm. Reinterpreted also- through the. Or- like the yeah. O-ring construction can do that. It can do badass. The Headhunter Stormtroopers are perfect examples of that, and they came late, man. That was a, what mm. a 1992, 93, 1993 figure. Jeepers. Have you guys seen those uh, in hand?
1: No. Before. Okay. I like at uh, once upon uh, like quite recently a friend uh, brought up a GI Joe collection that he asked me to appraise, and to okay. just help him sort out the weapons and there was a head headhunter stormtrooper in there, and that's a stunning toy. Yeah. That's a really awesome toy. And I'm pretty sure, as I'm saying this, the value of it is shooting right up. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, there you uh, go. That's what happens when Paul says something's cool. Of course, right? Then it gets expensive. No, I think they already are
0: expensive because they are quite a sort after troop builder. <laughs> well, yeah, Paul, if you're feeling lukewarm about Los Castecadores, then think of how cool the headhunter stormtrooper would be If it had dedicated weapons and equipment, because that's what you're going to get in Operation Recoil. (laughs) Recoil, I said it again. (laughs) Recoil. Um, Yeah, he's going to have specially designed backpack and weapon and maybe some other bonuses. Who knows? A Combat knife, like his kit will perhaps push this figure over the edge for you. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And he, he also incorporates that opinion. skull
2: design from the cadavers as well. So I think that's obviously something that they've picked up on,
0: collaborated on. Mm, yeah, very good.
2: They've, they've incorporated that maybe more into, and maybe they'll
0: feature more in the band, guys. That well, we'll symbol. find out as we get down through the uh, the order. We're now into wave Ooh. two, second Shh, figure, Stephen. Okay, fine. It's Shh. yes.
3: it's
0: very cool and this comes to us from our dear friend alexander murrell jason murrell's boy uh, from order of battle pod friends of our show uh allies in fact so i mean we've obviously got nothing but praise for this figure it is a ninja but also an amputee so representing people with disabilities or overcoming additional mobility Mm -hmm. issues yeah no it's very, very cool. cool. He made I've... a twelve-inch custom of this, so he took like a, I think a six million dollar, not a six million, what's it? Mike Power, let sort of atomic <laughs> leg, um, and added it to a twelve-inch buck um, and a black sort of ninja suit. Very cool, and it's gone. It's it's taken flight, man. From very rudimentary sketches to some awesome, awesome artwork, and who knows where Mark Pennington will take it uh, further. Ooh, We're all very I wanted. Interested.
1: Well, I just wanna just throw this little picture in just into the mix quickly. Because this is sort of a little bit where Mark Pennington has taken it. Look mm. at that. Look wow. at that. Mark Pennington, you are a beauty. I love your work. He is, love he's he's gone
2: in a very interesting direction. It feels very Star Wars esque kind of um, for the listeners. What are you gonna tell Star us driven. about
1: it? It has he he's just it's just got such a great silhouette to it. Um, the leg has been made super, super thin. So it's got a bit of a steampunky, almost steampunk, uh, cyberpunk. It's it's sitting in a space between steampunk and cyberpunk, which is just great. Uh, the armor, it's been given a little bit of armor. Uh, I'm really liking that. It's taking it away from just being a pajama-clad ninja to having... Some you know finger food, some like texture to it. Has its
2: own identity, yeah. Has a blade love... on
1: its arm. Yeah, Gosh. man. And then just the portraits. Like I like this sort of hush style portrait, uh, with all the bandages on the face. I also mm. like the the portrait with the bottom uh half of the face covered. Really, really like great just diving into the to the into the ninjistics. I'm I'm digging it. <laughs> the <ninjistics. laughs> uh...
2: <laughs> cute, cute, um, cute,
3: cute. sorry steve
1: like I, I think i canceled your stream by accident uh, <coughs> uh,
0: Cancelled stream brother so yeah very excited to see how this shapes up uh it's already gone through so much transformation and it's, and what it's I, certainly a fan fave
1: and it was so cool to find out uh quite a, a little bit later because i didn't realize that alex that it was alex merrill who did this i know that it was a kid that designed it um, but mm-hmm. uh, I only found out much later. that like, I think it was you, Steve, who told me that it was uh, Alex that actually worked on this. And that was just like a right. bonus, because yeah. uh, you I met that this guy. T- yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: I know that guy. He drew me a cool Crimson God picture as well. Wow, of course. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it's cool to have like one of his original artworks now. Now that he's about to become all super famous
0: as a toy designer. God, heck yeah. <laughs> true story. True story. He had an interview with uh, the Operation, not Operation the call Sign Longbow guys um, oh, about yeah? how to become a toy designer. So he's asking all mm. the right questions f- to all the right people. I'll tell you that much.
1: I'm going to make the counter to this figure. This figure's arch nemesis. It's going to be called T S H H. You know, <laughs> four H's. To rival, shh.
0: <laughs> <Psst>. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about uh Berklo. Berklo, Berklo, who, to my mind, seems like pursuit of Cobra Taurus. Discuss. Mm.
1: Yeah, actually, every yes. time I see this, I think Be- uh, I think Claw. I think Taurus. I think Bearclaw. <laughs> so I'm like reading Claw because yeah, um, I dig this. Uh, I. I would, I'm hoping it leans more towards the design on the left or in the middle um, because I would prefer it avoided looking like an army man because then it, you know, I just feel like it would have more character and I really like his, like, um, necklace with the claw. Uh,
0: just, Which is from Taurus, like, yeah. this is, not, sorry, Taurus, uh, it, Red Dog, Red Dog's got Red the dog. it, this gold, gold tusk, mm. is not he? So, so this is like an kind of like
2: amalgamation of those characters.
1: Yeah. That's Dude, great, am I Am I going crazy? Is this another design from Gabriel Wil- Wilkinson? I think you are going crazy. It is? Yeah, I think he's got two that made it through. Hell yeah. Apparently, he's the guy to email if you want to, you know, get into this thing next time. Just be like, hey,
0: man, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you got any, like, pro all the cool designs? <laughs> yeah. <You
1: know? laughs>
0: So, an observation that Carson made was he fully expected, like, there to be an overwhelming number of ninjas submitted. Mm. But in actual fact, survivalists were the most popular submission.
2: Interesting.
0: So, it's an interesting observation on our times. Like, the ultimate soldier of the 80s was the ninja. The ultimate Mm. soldier of the now is the survivalist it's a guy yeah, who can exactly on his own <laughs> there's
1: a the crocodile group. i'm gonna eat it's ass yeah.
0: i don't know why i made of... him
1: australian
0: <laughs> australians are hardcore damn oh cool we're, we're all about eating ass dan and <laughs> oh, especially that crocodile ass
1: <laughs> uh, we're You're lost of god Just love it <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no i i get it like uh, if i think about like how Artback was elevated in my eyes because uh steve sort of passingly you know comment or, or, on passing commented that he's kind of like the solid snake of my gi joe universe at one point long ago when we met and i was like Artback. what what yeah Artback. you kind of like and I mean it was like brief you know you've never really gone back to that um Concept, Never But then, like, when you did that, Never. it made me think of, like, Metal Gear Solid 3. And then I was like, oh, my word, Outback is like Snake. <clears throat>
2: yeah,
1: So. It is. Yeah, so I think a Solid Snake also has something to do with the, the love for Survivor lists as well. You know. It's all those gamers out there.
0: <laughs> Look, to be honest, I don't mind the the colorized sketch. Um simply because like, I don't see that palette very often. And of course this is going to change, but like, the kind of tanned leather accents on a kind of a grey and black mottled camera, I mean, it's, it's going to be a very subtle palette, but where else do you see that? It is, once again, like an O-Ring G.I. Joe viewed through the lens of the post-POC world. Yeah, Where we see how cool these designs can be if you just kind of push them out a little bit further. And that's what I see here. And I, I quite like that. Uh, Paul's dislike of Call of Duty notwithstanding. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> you make a good point. I'd also, yeah, no, yeah, you, you make a good point. I just like the one on the left. All right. I'm lumberjack. Well, okay. Super
0: beefy, arms exposed, 80s that's action want, night and a cool want, so It's got to be Arnie, basically. Once again, he's got knee cool pads, man. So hopefully you'll see that feature of the kind of the knee pad <laughs> rising up over the uh, the articulation point at the knee. Mm-hmm. Next up, another they fan favorite, and our second youngest to Alexander uh submitter. This is Clanker, Clanker. And Tank from Bobby Earl, age 12. Um this figure is designed to be a survivalist with a genetically modified Galapagos tortoise. Another he is animal a, companion. a Enough. scavenger. Apparently all of his kit, all of his weapons, all of his gear is stuff that he's scavenged out in the wild. Mm. So expect this look to go through a lot of change. I mean, we can already r- see, mm. like from, from Bobby's sketch to Mark Pennington's initial like ideation with a head sculpt. Very yeah. rogue trooper, but the helmet is like Very a tortoise. Rocksteady. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, amazing.
1: Oh, I like toidal soup. <laughs> That's absolutely right.
0: Because <laughs> it has, I mean, for those listening who aren't looking at the picture right now, it has got the helmet has got the kind of the ridges of uh, whatever breed of tortoise that is.
2: This that's it's, a, it's such a cool concept i mean like he basically survives off the land and whatever he can kind of make from um, while being
1: out there is what he uses so tank is not really an animal companion so much as he's a good place to store your gear and an emergency food source <laughs> apparently so <laughs> no, i'm kidding i kid um but like seriously if this was fallout and i had a turtle as an animal companion yeah you know that thing's carrying all my inventory so, um, I think this is such a great. Uh, this concept is is a cool idea. Uh, Mark Pennington's uh, head sketch on the right has me
0: super intrigued. Uh, because what have you had guys me remember- intrigued? Because mm-hmm. this, you know, the, the, the when the ca- campaign hit its kind of mid period slump, and I was like, mm-hmm. are they going to get as far as Clanker and Tank? Because that one, that one really has my interest. Because it is so unlike anything you're likely to ever see in G.I. Joe. Like, this is, this is some crazy, crazy stuff. This is a fresh concept. Um, this guy's actually, I mean, his, his, his mother's into, um, I think, wildlife preservation and works Aww. with the turtles. And so, Aww. like, it's, it's, it's a personal story wrapped up in a fantastical concept. Like, a what if. What if there was some way of getting a practical application to a turtle in warfare? And it's just the mind races. Like he's genetically modified. What does that mean? Is he foster? Can he dive deeper? Can he go further and survive can he longer?
1: Maybe you can hack. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> hold on, Klanko. I'm hacking the system. Wait, wait. Oh, hold on. That's a robot. That's a robot. That's a robot. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Tank sounds like uh, he's going to be fun. He's an interesting character. I'd make him talk. But do you guys remember that character from uh, Toxic Crusaders? The I can never remember soldier. his name. It's, the soldier, yeah. That was actually the first one I ever got from the line. I can just never remember his stupid name. But the the head of this kind of reminds me of that dude.
0: Like, hmm. yeah. I'll take your word for it because the head of this reminds me of your dad. <laughs> oh, shit, he <laughs> that's, does. <laughs> that's a reference that will go over everyone's head except for the, the three people on this podcast currently. But. Hey. It's really proof. <laughs> yeah. It's your ball. No. Shit, that means I might
1: have to buy this one. I mean, it not I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Maybe I was already. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe.
0: You never know. Rob, what you got to say, Paul?
2: I think this is a cool design. I think it's a cool concept. It's interesting that we have, yeah, another survivalist. Like it's 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 weird, yeah, that ninjas well not weird, but it's interesting that ninjas were obviously
1: not the, the big thing anymore. It's all about surviving. <laughs> Darren surviving. Cobb in the comments. <laughs> Tank uh is referring to Tank. Uh. He can talk and has several hundred years plus of experience. Awesome, which makes me think that Tank's going to like just issue quotes from uh Sun Tzu. <laughs> you know? Tank
0: might be the leader of like the the, the good guys. <gasps> Oh, man. There's nothing stopping you from doing that in your own head canon, and I'd love You're to right. do so. Oh, my word. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I want to draw attention to the fact that he has a Swiss Army knife around his neck. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, Clanker. Clanker. The operator. Clanker. Yeah. He feels like a, nice a, 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 a um, uh, MacGyver,
2: you know, essentially. I mean, essentially, sure, if he he makes everything that he uses from whatever he can find. Um, he, he very much is a MacGyver. Not that the Captain kid who
0: did Klinkert this you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What kid would my would. All right. We are getting a bonus. Um, it was unlocked to have the operation recall Rutello and Homer uh, in their mid midnight. What are they calling it? I don't know. Night Force.
3: <laughs>
0: Basically Rutello in Night Force colours. Let's say that. There's a Very better cool. name for it. Midnight
1: but... Ops is what it is. That's called. it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Damn. So it looks to me like he's colorized a lot like um, Night Force Falcon with that dark gray shirt instead of blue and the, the green neckerchief, uh, brown pants. So there's a lot of win there. Might even, I mean, in some people's esteem, surpass the original color. We mm. shall see. I'd be curious to know what Carson thinks. <laughs> is he in love with the blue or is he like, hmm, mm, this might be my new favorite?
2: He said, I'm sure he's getting both so he can choose. I'm can sure choose he's getting, getting I, I
1: hope, Yeah, many. I think he might
0: get both. I've got a feeling. I've got, he got might. a sneaking suspicion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, the Great Whites Sector Viper. Terrible. With a shark helmet instead of a dome. Oof. And it's yeah. just sex for me. I love this
3: design. <laughs> what if this got is one of
0: the Yeah, there you go. I've got an inside scoop on the creator, Raymond Thies, courtesy of Ooh. Order of Battle Pod. He is a lifelong G.I. Joe fan. Uh, he is a military man. He's now retired. Um, but this design was something that he cooked up when he was 12 years old and found it. In I think a shoebox or wherever it was stashed in his folks' place, and dusted it off for Operation Recall. So yeah, the the turnarounds, the accessory individuation, like all of that done was done back in the day by him. So that's crazy. Essentially, this is a twelve-year-old's design. Then, so he He also, even though he's a man in his forties, yeah, uh, it counts as a kid, and it's
1: brilliant. and I, I'm dying to show off Mark Pennington's art for this. So I'm going to quickly slap an image on the <laughs> screen. Okay. Because it is beautiful. I hope this is the one. There you go. I love that. Um, it's kind of uh, uh, Mark, Ten- uh, Mark Pennington's artwork takes it uh, backwards. Not backwards, but skins the, uh, the character down a little bit. So it slims the character down a little bit. So it kind of looks a bit like an undertow mixed with a Sector Viper. Um, In this design and I'm loving it so much and the the suit looks very aquatic very almost Atlantean, but also uh, It's just got it's just got a mix of the right ingredients for me Especially for those of us that love characters like the Hydro Viper Um, and there's another amazing artwork here. I just want to just show this off here this is um, from Waltman uh, Who I'm not sure? Which one of these fine gentlemen is Walt? Waltman, but look at this idea for great uh, for the great whites as well. Just so like also bulking the armor up now, but looking so good. I don't know which one of these I want to see the most as a as a final concept, but I'm loving it. And I know that I've maybe shown my hand a little bit, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but great whites maybe. are very cool. They just uh, they took one of my favorite things and made it. In GI Joe form,
0: the sharks are
3: awesome. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs>
1: continue, Stephen.
0: Oh uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I was sharks. actually looking for an image myself, uh, and Ooh. unfortunately, the internet has failed me. But in terms, the internet. terms of, internet. A, I know you. Th- you Help Google us tank have Hack the internet. Okay. I'm remembering a a, a Ring Raiders <laughs> annual that I had. Which is just a hard bound ring Raiders like a comic book with stories and whatever. Anyways, it had a profile on the various Ring Raiders characters. Ring Raiders is that jet line by Matchbox from the eighties. It's, it's pretty obscure it's now. Such but cool I love designs for
2: the characters, but like yeah, I never got jets.
0: Mako uh oh, he's Maco. one of the baddie, baddie pilots. Um, mm. he had a helmet shaped like the mouth of a shark. So if you're so he's all automatically aware of this cool. toy line... Look, they didn't make the pilots, but the pilots I were know. included as as artwork on the the blister packs, and Where then did again he fly? in he flew an F twenty. Uh, sorry, a Mig twenty nine Fulcrum. Yeah, that I could dive. That. <laughs> you had it. Yeah. Anyways, I, I the, remember the, having the, the Mig. Yeah. The jet itself had a a, a shark mouth motif on it. Mm. But the figures pilot had a cool, sorry, the planes pilot, who wasn't available as an action figure, as, as I say, it was just artwork only, had that helmet design, which is very reminiscent of Great White's. So I wonder, I wonder if there was some, some idea, um, transference, whatever you'd call that. Mm. Mm, maybe, maybe, of- maybe. I Look, I don't know, but I do know that. Uh, the creator was insistent on this being a kind of an enemy commander, like a kind mm. of a, a mm. leadership figure for Cobra's various flotilla of, of underwater craft. Um, but they are going to make him into an army builder on this, this project.
1: And operate, which is great.
0: Um, Hey, play perhaps. it your way. But they do say that yeah. they want to give him, um, multiple heads. I'm done with he- like style. a like
1: a hammerhead or something. That'd be cool too.
0: Yeah. I interpreted that as the the head and not the helmets. Like I thought maybe oh. we'd get different head designs. You can That's also cool. But no, I like yours more. A crab. <laughs> 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 I am great like crab. A Super Mario Brothers cosplay. Yeah.
1: No. Uh. Man. This is so cool. I like great whites.
0: Very cool as do i next up run back and pack dog a female supply specialist and a robo dog which if you can imagine the boston robotics uh, Mm. design of like kind of four-legged robots Mm. that's what you got there except it's got a back plug that you can put obviously three and three quarter inch o-ring style backpacks into she comes with one backpack that is a solid piece and then another backpack, which you can slide a tablet into. Mm, and it's a cool. very clean design, guys. I, um, I'm f- quite fond of it. She seems to have a removable cap in the design, which is fun. Ooh, wear that's going to be interesting.
1: To... I hope they can pull that off. Um... Hmm. Mm. Tricky.
2: Yeah, it's, it, if it's removable, you can pull it off, Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but as we all know, like Didn't. when you have removable <laughs>
0: hats on an O-ring figure something's got to give either it compromises the head sculpt of the figure and that it's gonna con- like they're going to look like or it compromises the hat and makes the hat kind of buckety. like you see ooh, that ooh. with um like version three the warthog uh sergeant slaughter versus his non-removable hat brethren maybe they'll just make it that you can remove the top piece of her head
1: like like the lady uh, j classified figure you know i hope not or Gross. that scene in Hannibal.
2: My brains.
1: <laughs> what is that? It
0: tastes good. Each of. But food as cool <laughs> as Runback is, I think the big draw, obviously, is the massive hulking pack accessory dog. in the fact mm. in, in the form of Pack Dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Terrific. I'm all there for that um, design. That's what makes me like this design quite a lot. The accessories really sell me, and I love a female character. You know, like it's always a win for me.
0: No. Pac-Dog like- has very modern-ish articulation in that I can see ball and socket joint that you would find on like maybe a Marvel Legends figure. Mm. But I kind of personally want them to do O-Ring style T-hook articulation or just reverse the knees. So basically you've got legs that you... It, essentially you <laughs> could take out of Pac-Dog and use on an O-Ring figure. <laughs> Like I want to keep all the like the parts kind of compatible, so even with this RoboDog, Dog, um, like it's got signature O-ring style legs. I mean, of course, it doesn't have feet. It's got this kind of like I don't know mm. those rubber points to its its legs.
3: Um, <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Oh man! Didn't one of those things find their way into? Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, gross. Yuck and poo. I mean, as much as I love drones, I don't love them in Star Wars. Star Wars has no. weird things like droids. Don't You've be got putting droids. B- yeah. Boston's robotics. Ugh. no. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, these are the things that are going to kill us in the next 30 years' time. Let's not put them in our favorite, you know, space opera. <laughs> Second favorite <laughs> space opera for some of us. Why? The first is Dune.
0: The Obviously, obviously. I caught Dune on the plane over here, and it's even good on the back seat of a fucking airline seat. Hell yes, it's it's even good in that. You know, it's still good, (laughs) which is cool because that holds that holds
1: up. Because Rob and I watched most of Blade Runner twenty forty on the back of a chair in a plane, and our sound didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Rose. And it was, and it was still, great. It, yeah, was still no, great. it was still so great. <laughs> I digress. Doon, 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 doon. Rob. Sorry.
0: I think, think this Ron? is a
2: really cool design. Like it, it's so cool when they come up with like characters that fill full niches, you know, in like a whole military tra- chain. Um and I think it's it's actually a lot of fun. And it's not over designed, it's pretty straightforward. But I'm interested to see like like what they're gonna do at this one as a figure i think he's Mm.
1: well i think she's really cool oh my Mm.
2: god
3: and it's also making
1: me wish i fleshed out um snoop's backpack on my design because that's what snoop's backpack is as well it's a drone that he carries as a backpack that comes off as a dog like that so i'm glad that that niche has been filled in this line because that is something i wanted and we're getting it so i'm happy which is awesome
0: Mm Next up, we've got a very pared-down operative. <laughs> sniper rifle and backpack is all you need when you are Bengal. She's a sniper. She's counterintelligence. She's from India. Not to be confused with Bengala from the core, Because <laughs> that's where my <laughs> mind went. When that's I, exactly when where my mind school. went too. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I like the look, man. It's a very attractive color palette. She's got the, sort of the, the, a hint of a sari. I like kind mm. of just wrapped, draped over her shoulder. bindi, well. Beautiful colors. The Bindi hair looks gorgeous. She's, she's a very attractive operator. I'll, I'll mm. be the first to admit. Um, and as I say, very simplified, just a rifle. It looks like she might come with binoculars. So not a heavy accessory count, But certainly a unique character type Mm. in terms of ethnicity, country of origin, uh, what she might bring to the the table in terms of her counterintelligence specialty. Because I think we're pretty light on intelligence operatives in Operation Recoil. Oh, you guys just need to slap me. Recoil, even uh, backyard battles. It's fine. <laughs> I'm actually
1: busy, like sneaky, writing uh, Carson an email now, just to ask him to just change it to Operation to recoil. recoil. It's so just easier. obviously, it you know, just easier to fix that. <laughs> the twentieth <20th laughs> figure unlock
0: is uh, he- Recoil in head to toe, part of blue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Make it so, 3D Joes. Um, okay, so Bengal, Paul.
1: Yeah, Bengal is a, like, it's
0: everything you said, very slim down design. <laughs> Bengal
1: is a figure. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, like, how do I, like, <laughs> this I don't is one this of those toys. Like <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to not sound like I, like, I like a lot of the ideas here, like the ethnicity, the actual character is very interesting. Um, I just feel it's not enough to make it a fun looking toy for me. Personally.
2: What? You don't like that, that she could possibly be the next coolest Tiger Force figure? Those pants really make me think No, those you. pants
1: are amazing. I, yeah. I, I love those pants. I wish I could have pants like that, but I just um, I just don't feel that this character has like a lot of visual impact. Um, and maybe that's the strength of this character, you know, when, yeah, when you see everything. Yeah, they don't have to all
2: like stand out as like crazy, you know, like hectic I people. certainly love We're this approach. a very nice cool international backyard going on here, which I think is nice.
1: I love the fact that it that the character herself is Indian. I think that mm. is awesome. Absolutely
0: I absolutely. And we once again
2: that. a survivalist. I mean, a lot of India is is very much like a jungly, crazy area. So <laughs> don't
0: drink like, the water. Once again, don't, yeah, drink, don't drink the
1: water. Drink
0: water yeah. Even like, like, I mean, she's a survivalist. Keep mouth shut in the really... shower. Even. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go,
3: oh my, but uh, the... one of the things that like... India
0: Indian not get the runs. I mean, what? <laughs> come
1: on, come <laughs> on. One of the things here that's like really cool is how you know gi joe has got roots in india because of fun school you know mm. and that i feel like this figure kind of hugs that concept quite a lot and kind of recognizes that because hasbro gi joe hasn't done that ever uh, with any of their characters this. so this is actually india. a very respectful design in that re- uh, uh, you know in terms of that and yeah like uh, like i said just not super impactful but i've got a feeling that this character will be one of those where I feel that maybe uh, in a while, maybe even listening to this podcast again during the week or something, I might think, yeah, maybe I should add this. She's you know, like the next Snake Eyes, basically. Well, she she's kind of like she reminds me a lot of Shooter. Explain so, <laughs> yourself,
2: Rob. I think she's just she she's understated, so you're not expecting a crazy amount of stuff from her, but like she's just too cool, and I think that I mean if you look at Snake Eyes, he's not. The coolest looking guy ever, but he looks different from the other characters in that original lineup. And I think she looks different enough that she stands out, and that she could really be the next like big thing in GI Joe or Operation Recoil. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. like I have a soft spot for the ladies, and she's of the good. ladies in, in this lineup, she's mm. certainly a contender for the top spot just because she is something so new. Mm. Mm. And do you have experience with with
2: Indians with Indian, with Indian uh, entertainment too, Stephen. I mean, you've done a lot of voice I was wondering where you
3: were going to go with that.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I, I I did a fairly long stint on an Indian soap opera as the yeah, English voice of the lead character. So you, you uh, you've been
2: exposed to this culture before, I think so. It's definitely uh, something that would be interesting
0: for you. They could write some pretty crazy soap operas, guys. Let me just say. Like, if you think the United States or Telemundo have a monopoly on crazy hijinks. You ain't seen nothing you, yeah. yeah. If you <laughs> take, take Bollywood India. as your yardstick, I mean, it's just absolutely off the just wall. The, 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 the editing and the the film the, form, the form
2: <laughs> <laughs> techniques, <laughs> incredible the camera techniques.
0: Look, let's just be said, I had the time of my life in that recording studio just coming in day after day and, like, seeing what absolutely bonkers shit these cast members got up to. Wow. (laughs) Wow, wow. If you can dream it, my boys, you can put it on (laughs) the the, the silver screen.
1: Uh, Yeah, We've seen some very... Powerful stuff come out of India.
0: Special <laughs> effects, <laughs> sliding horses under trucks. It's, okay, but somebody... coming out of <laughs> the land south of the land down under, we have our only international submission that got through. I have to make mention of the fact that this comes to us from Kiwi. Uh, this is from Aaron Jenkins hey. from Hawke's Bay in New Zealand. And it's the unknown. These are jungle hey, trooper shit. that give me... Massive, um, what's his name? Shadow Tracker vibes, mm-hmm. but with super cool, like <clears throat> body modification scarring on the arms. And that is going to be a feature to help make this an army builder, in that you will have swappable arms with different scarification. And yes, I believe that is a word because it's the word that Carson no, used you're right. No, you're right. It is No, no, but it is scarification.
1: You're very right. Okay. Because That's uh, a real some of the some of the more interesting tattoo uh, tattoo studios here, they do scarification yeah, for people, so.
0: We anticipate sculpting several arms for the unknown showing various scarification to Survival. create variety in this enemy combatant.
2: These guys, yeah, once again we're back in the jungle, another survivalist in this line, but they've to me they look freaky, like that very plain Unreadable face mask that they have on makes them very scary.
0: Mm. And I like, the are too. Oh, these are the too, these are the, yes. the counter to Bear Claw and mm. to uh, Clanker and Tank. These are the bad we guys. guys. Mm. Yeah, these are the enemy. These guys are like turned up to eleven in that respect. These guys are very cool. I have,
1: Look, I, I'm a fan really of like Range Viper, design.
0: but I never could wrap my head around the fact that you had a Cobra Wilderness Trooper covered head to toe in a very like like cumbersome in a way outfit i mean if he's mm. dealing with cold wilderness fine but like i env- envisioned the range viper in like Tropical sweltering areas. heat and jungles yeah. Yeah, and jungles. humidity and insects like the gods like these and tropics guys, in here <laughs> these guys are dressed in green but they've got that cool ritualistic scarification going on and because it's a unit of them and they're not from some specific tribe necessarily or, or background like i feel like that's your rite of passage when you become the unknown that's when they do you up man that's when they like mm. give you the design
1: well i mean I they can only it come could be, from be like taken like some other
0: places like <laughs> i i think uh,
1: new zealand practices scarification Some North African countries practice it and uh, also Wakanda, evidently.
0: (laughs) Well, look, I I,
1: that's why I'm Wakanda's not real, people. I'm just putting that out there. I'm theorizing Wakanda forever.
0: No, that's why I'm theorizing that you you get the the markings when you join the unit. Like, once you become the unknown, you are forever the unknown. Yeah, you cannot go back to society, you are marked. Yeah, you have to they live. take your
2: name away, and this is you now.
1: Mm. It's going to be very cool <coughs> to see how this I all no comes face. together in, in a bigger story. These guys yeah. are very cool. I think this is also a very clever design. It manages to straddle the line between military and fantasy and touches horror,
0: and it's not
1: boring, mm. and I dig
0: that. It's how fine. Do you theorize? It's how do you theorize the arms being swappable? Do you think in the same O-ring style mm. you would open the chest and swap the arm side? Or do you in- anticipate some actual like the redesign? Off. I think yeah, because you have to it's, buy five. If- <laughs> <laughs> Genius. The fuse, it's the easiest but, way to swap them. <laughs> yeah, Or not swap them at all. You have to buy each variation. No, look. It's 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 intriguing because it kind of the the, the swappable arm happens at the the bicep articulation point, you know, where the arm mm. swivel is, is where the the t shirt cuff, at least on on the image, ends. Yeah, but so hey, it would be the entire
2: t- arm that you'd swap out.
1: Yeah, that 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 makes the most horrible. sense to me. I don't know. Mm. I would be scared of um, if I have to try and get into the heads of the toy factory. I'd be scared of pins breaking by trying to pull it off. Oh, uh, of yeah! If you make area. them
2: all like um, bats. Yeah, where you, yeah. But, but more like the bat version, the 1990s bat, where basically the entire lower arm would come off mm. and just mm-hmm. have that little stump, and then you just swap them out. I think, yeah, that's that's a bit dangerous.
0: Look, they are to, making to the hands, poetic, hands out of... That be the
2: best way of doing it, though.
0: The, the lower arm portion is going to be that forgiving gummy plastic on mm. all of these guys. Yeah. That's an innovation which we can all get behind. But sure. if they just extended that construction or that plastic quality up to the rest of the arm for the unknown, then you could swap them no fear. But mm. hey, this is all just us theorizing speculation. We're gonna have the to truthful out. Which I'm sure uh Carson
1: and the gang are loving. Not that, sorry. Like I'm sure they love the speculation and <laughs> I, I think that's a cool thing, you know. No, Night Raid and Aussie. What do they no, know? he's like those
3: fools.
2: <laughs>
1: Another
0: cool dog added
2: to the team.
0: Now, as hmm. of the closing of the Kickstarter, Night Raid and Aussie were locked. But <sighs> the backer kit is now open. <clears throat> I should have announced this at the top of the show. I don't know why I didn't. I was too excited. Oh, now I'm not excited at all, so I'll get it out of the way. <laughs> the backer <laughs> kit will run from now right through till February. You have six months for us I'm to push goodness. these all over the the, the finish line. So Whoa. if you missed the Kickstarter, you can get in on the action. If you did back the Kickstarter, even for one figure, the the tiered discounting applies. So you can now enhance your pledges. You know, if you have a little bit of extra money saved up. Um, but that's great go because for it. I I know people are pinching their pennies right now. It's it's tight. There are a lot of projects that have either just finished or forthcoming um but who knows like six months is is a fair bit of time to maybe that's come up enough a bit time more to stretch. save up yeah just kind more a striker recoil. or
1: you know your <laughs> tank could get these instead <laughs> I don't know if you I'm, I'm
0: Hasbro's laughing all the way to the bank now um but you can probably flip them. There's always that yeah. possibility. That's true. Yeah. Yep, yep, But that's great people have sort like... of flipping their pre-orders, haven't they? People have been yeah. selling, like, mm, we've got the Sky Striker not in hand, but you can have my Hazlab. <sighs> you can buy it. I've got my Sky
1: Striker in hand. <laughs> I typed That I call it <laughs> a Sky
0: Striker. But Night and Aussie, Rob, you lead the charge this time. I think this guy is really fun.
2: He's like back to basics, you know, he's not like overly designed. Once again, he's like Bengal, but like the male version of Bengal with a really cute dog. I, I I like this so much. I think it's a lot rips of off your face Yeah, I t- well, that, that's that's good though. Is it a border collie? I don't know if it is. Uh, I yeah, think it's a, it's a pit, yeah. pit bull. It's yeah. a pit bull. Yeah, I think I Take agree with Matthew Comstock. Um, he's definitely going to give you border collie. Would as well. No, on.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh for sure. But pit bulls are more they feel. They're they're more recognized like a vicious breed, but also a a breed that's very lovable,
1: apparently, as well. Oh, yeah, they're very lovable. Who do you think pushed Timmy down the well? (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) yeah,
3: sure.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) think, (laughs) yeah. And the dog's (laughs) sitting there going, no, idiot human, I pushed Timmy down the well. (laughs) Come look at my masterwork. Wait, why are you saving him? Idiots! (laughs) (laughs) You
3: idiot.
0: (laughs) You're gonna have to get Timmy next episode. Uh, <laughs> I wonder yeah. if this is a bit of a revision but he's an ex-Russian yeah. special forces because um, I suppose Russian yeah, special forces yeah. are now a bit of a dirty word yeah um, I would Interesting. that does look like a Steffi actually
1: <laughs> change the subject <laughs> alright um, can I say one thing about that figure can I hope something? I would love it if, it if they make him chonky if they make Sean. the actual O-ring stuff, the sculpt for him kind of biggish, like he's a bigger sure. guy, I would he like that. Like please do guy. that. You know, like, you know, it's only like, you know, expensive tooling, but please do that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool now, to have a chunky O-ring figure. To
0: do a chunky O-ring figure, do you then advocate expanding the kind of, the, uh, what would you call them? The, the the piece that goes into the body from the arms like that mushroom-shaped um, disc, mm. would you expand that? Because otherwise, you've got a, a, an arm that might be bulky, but then tapers to a very small point. Yeah, so you'd have to. to... Well, they've, yeah. they've
2: done similar things before, like with. the um, honda Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, E-Honda, not really. We haven't
1: had
0: characters, or like bigger bone characters, you know. Um, look. <laughs> Goro, with his skinny arms. <laughs> if you if you if you think about the sergeant savage guys they were like bigger figures they must have obviously had thicker arms um so a a, a bigger hole into which the you know the torso hole into which the arms would connect so adapting some of that it would then yeah. limit his part swappability like you wouldn't be able to use any right. of his parts into any other figures and other other figures parts could not go into him it just you know, died in Bart's eyes now <laughs> you know <laughs> if, if then yeah you
1: know, i don't know i i would i would risk it i think that's worth risking because i think there's a lot of joe customizers out there who you know and joe fans out there or and toy fans out there who would like to have a chunkier figure you know we're not all like you know well-built military dudes so having a figure that kind of represents those of us that are of the bigger, bigger bolt, yeah. Well, I didn't say that. Um, I think <laughs> I you did. guys would appreciate that. Yeah, no, you, you did. You can hold that one, enjoy the comments. <laughs> so, <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, that w- that's kind of where I'm coming from. I think uh, it, it's a nice, relatable figure for some of the bigger guys out there. So,
0: excellent. Anyway, yeah, man, let's make some, yeah. let's make that his thing. Like an actual adaptation to the classic (laughs) O-ring construction. Yeah. New 17 Chunk Brigade. brigade. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Now we have a character. More animals. Master and Cheetah. Let me (laughs) Yeah, that is exactly what I would do with this figure. Make him South African National Uh, Defense Force.
1: Yeah, you would be like, just. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so supply chain is a quartermaster who actually is the mentor to uh what's her name uh Shh. Spangle. uh the no. pack dog girl, dog girl. Uh, run uh, supply chain? and Runb- run And back thanks and, robot um, dog. and no Runback is the name of the robot dog bloody hell you yes. just spoke about her. anyway hopefully everyone knows what i'm referencing anyways he is <laughs> a Dude in a safari suit with chains around his shoulders. He's got a pet cheetah. He's got various um, sling bags that go over the cheetah's back. He smokes a pipe. He's got mirror shades. He's a Come boot. on, guys. He's a farmer, my boys.
2: Yeah. But like as someone pointed out in the comments, he looks kinda evil actually. He
1: can actually go both ways. <laughs>
2: What the you
0: chains know, give
1: could... you that dreadnought vibe? As does the beard, dude. I think yeah. it's just that he looks South African, and South Africans look scary when they're it's like true. in that configuration. Like
2: I, I definitely, people have always told me I'm a very <laughs> scary-looking person. This
1: like, true. I mean, even his gear is very um, old-school South African military-looking. Hey, so
2: very, very interesting. I think he's very cool,
1: except for his uh, lock, except for his. Um, What's a Footlocker? That is definitely not South African. Ours were ugly. <laughs> I got two in the garage. Um, and also,
2: finally, a feline in in the yes. uh, in, in the mix. I mean, I don't. I mean, the rest have all been dogs or a, a turtle, tortoise,
0: tortoise, coil bobcat.
2: Yeah, that's correct. as well. yeah, spares bobcat. But there's not many cats in the. Uh, well, there is a cheater cat though. I mean, but it, I think that's just because that the cats can't be line. tamed.
0: Ah, cats are untamable. Although that's said hey, I Chris have been Pratt's to can cha- train a ro- ro- velociraptor.
1: <laughs> yeah, but a velociraptor is not a cheetah. Velociraptor is not from Africa, bro. so <laughs> <Like, It's> true. <laughs> Cheetahs don't play cards with them, for starters. And secondly, <laughs> they run very fast. <laughs> no man, well, I've I've been. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, i got an i've been to a cheetah sanctuary again. and wow yeah this figure reminds me of a great yarn that was told to me once upon a time where uh, i don't know someone was was talking to to folks that clearly weren't terribly worldly and this was a south african guy and he was like they were asking like so what's it like in africa they're like wild animals all over the place so he decided yeah let me pull these guys legs um, so he, he really took them for a ride and said, yeah, look, I mean, when you need to take the whole family, we ride the elephant, but if you're late for work, you better get on the cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they bought it. They were like, what? You ride cheetahs? Like, nah, not really, pal. But yeah, Just that's, that's where my head goes with this. It's like, yeah, fucking hell. I've got a pet cheetah and it, it, it takes stuff for me. <laughs>
1: And you know, the uh, I I've been to a cheetah sanctuary uh long long ago, not oh, a couple of years back, like seven years ago, and they rehabilitate them because they help them and whatever. Because farmers shoot them when they uh when they enter mm. some of the farming farm properties, and I've sat and I've actually you know been in the same presence, not like separated by a cage, and these things are incredibly like cunning, like. They have a look in their eye where they're just waiting for you to do something stupid. I I can't explain it. Like it's it's kind of like what the Velociraptors are like in Jurassic Park. You just know stuff's going on in the back of their head. They're like, "Yeah, if we if if my family wasn't here, I'd eat you," <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'll do it with I an Australian think, accent.
0: <laughs> I think uh, was that the lion park just outside of Joeburg. No, it's Kim a place, went, and there were some cubs. What did you call? Oh them? no no, that's
1: the line Park. No, this was uh It's I think it's called Dickololo, yes.
0: Um, uh, that's the name of the place. We, we, yeah. We petted yeah. some big cats cubs, and they they got very sharp teeth and they mm. bite very hard. Yeah. Um, all of those little bastards are, are waiting to draw blood. Like uh-huh. you, you kind of rough and tumble them, but if you get a little bit too rough, they are they're ready, man. Yeah, they're ready to to make a meal out of you. Tell you. so. Power to this guy for taming his cheetah.
1: I wonder what the cheetah's name is. Oh, it's Luna. There we go. Luna, such <laughs> a good name. Very
3: good. Sorry, name. I just I didn't see
1: that for some reason. It was like invisible to me. It's like Lilith. they did
2: to name the character.
1: Nice. Next, up, cool Lilith,
0: names. female army paratrooper. So it's I suppose uh, ripcord but a female buck, which I think we kind of need guys. And like, just, yeah. I mean, I've got to say as, as a, as a general, like custom option, this is awesome. You could put a scarlet head in, you could put a lady J head that in. Just...
1: Be, uh, it adds a lot to the existing line.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's greatest strength is its greatest weakness for me as well. Whoa. It's a girl okay. in a military uniform, which is a strength and it's a girl in a military uniform which is a weakness not for re- any reason other than I don't need her to be running around in some kind of armored bikini that's not what I'm getting at just <laughs> if I consider some of the other character designs yeah not <laughs> it's girl flash girl an army uniform it's no flash okay. there's no yeah You're not you but need to do You're once again it's not like, blowing me away w- once again it's a girl in an, uh, uh, in a, in an army uniform or in, in fatigues and that's also a win so it's like yeah, you're definitely I mean, it's not gonna... recoiling from this. I'm definitely not recoiling from this. Let's move along before I get uh, flamed in the comments. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's cool.
2: I, I I like that there's such a variety of characters. I think we said at the start like there's sci-fi, there's very militaristic characters. Um, it very much feels like a GI Joe um, wave of figures. Um, that you know, with the proper variety of stuff that we're getting. I th- I think it, yeah, it looks really good.
0: I like the fact that this is quite a rudimentary design for the simple reason that it is going from this initial concept and demonstrating that not everyone who submitted is an accomplished like artist or illustrator. Mm. Like this is a regular Joe who had an idea, submitted it, and in all earnestness, it got the attention of the original creatives and is now going to see production, well, it, assuming it, it unlocks on backer kit, which I think is a pretty safe assumption between now and February, um, that this is going to see action figure form. And from now to that point, it is going to go through interpretation, reinterpretation, they're going to inject so much of their own stamp into it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of those that is not fully formed yet. That will be taken to the next plateau, and then the next, and then the next. So this, more than all of the others, feels like a concept that you really want to keep your eye on in the coming months. Uh, yeah. So I agree with you on that's that, Steve. Greatest excitement for me. I what love to see on face. the screen that's now. Mm. Yeah, sure. I mean, I hope they retain that. That is a very characteristic thing. She's not just a pretty, pretty. chick. She's she's seen combat. She's seen hardship. She's a survivor. Whatever her backstory is, she bears the physical scars of it. Um, and I, I, I imagine that will be re- the one aspect that is retained. Anything else can change, but yeah, hopefully they'll keep that, that scarring.
1: I also have a good, uh, a good feeling that this figure will probably be bought in multiples by people.
0: Yeah, sure. Mm. Absolutely. She, I mean, she could be a green shirt, female green shirt. We need more of that. And the final fan submission is Alpha Dog, a Navy construction mechanic or CB. This is a real thing, guys. A thing that G.I. Joe never produced in all of its years. And it's now in with a chance. How exciting.
1: Yeah, it's good to have a CB, actually. I uh, I think military toy lines need it. And I'm glad that this one's got it. Because oh, it's, nice it's great it that you got a, his friends. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the thing is, you've got so many guys that like can take out naval stuff and sabotage but he stuff, can but you've got nobody to fix it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh, Clutch, we need you to fix the TTPP. He's like, I'm oh, an auto technician, a mechanic. Get
2: Tank to do it.
1: Okay, so when are you coming to fix the TTPP? <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> now we've got a CB and our CB can take care of that. Oh, so well, once also... again,
2: it also fills in like another niche in in, in uh, it fills another niche. Um, you know, with the CB, we had the, the supply characters. Um, it's kind of nice that they're expanding like like what the people do? You know, and not mm. just soldiers or paratroopers or survivalists. There's also these support characters.
0: Mm.
2: It feels like a very rounded wave.
0: Which makes it that much more interesting to see what Larry does in terms of stitching all these characters together into a cohesive storyline that's kind mm. of his challenge like this is a in this first assortment it's a closed bubble of like heroes and villains each fulfilling a specific niche in a team like they they come from these various disparate creators but are now being woven into the same plot line and tapestry so a character like Alpha Dog, who kind of steps outside the typical, like, I don't suppose, survivalist um, vein of a lot of these characters, like, how's he going to fit in the team? How's he going to find a place? And what will he specifically add to Operation Recall? I'm curious, once again, it's always the more rudimentary and less fully formed ones that have my interest. And speaking of your interest. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Which ones are you gonna to add to your cart? Goodness gracious me! Well, oh there is no, there's one General- more. I f- keep forgetting about this dude. Is <sighs> a secret? It's the final unlock, the 19th <laughs> figure. If the campaign reaches its fully funded goal, and all 16 of the submitted characters uh, see production, there will be a bonus called General Mortifero, the enemy Hooded mm. Cobra Commander. I mean, General Mortaflow. <laughs> the big bad. Look, he's got Hooded Cobra Commander elements. He's got Scar. What's his name? Iron Claw um, callbacks. Mm. It's a good look. He's a jackbooted villain with skulls abound. He looks like he's wearing a Baron Zemo kind of collar. Cool. You know, mm. kind of.
2: Mm. He's very like, yeah, rich.
0: Great artwork. And it does tie in the cadavers symbol. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely what they've settled on for this enemy entity. Whatever it winds up being called.
3: Oh, very, very exciting. exciting.
0: Mm. Jinx.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not you, Kim. I mean can I Russian
1: game? Paul. I'm gonna say something that was gonna sound a little controversial. Uh oh. And I think it's worth saying. I think he looks great. I'm a little disappointed that he is an analog of Cobra Commander. <sighs> I'm sorry, it's early days. but like, it is early days. Granted, um the thing is, there's nothing wrong with the design. It's not broken. It's great design. No, no, obviously I no. just you think feel it, it's like he's too close to Cobra Commander. Yeah, it's just like you know, the the problem with GI Joe is that it's become an institution, so. If you're going to borrow from it, you know, there's things that you can borrow and steal from it. And you should rather steal and take ownership of those things. I just feel like the hooded Cobra Commander look is not something you should steal for no reason other than the fact that Cobra Commander owns that so hard that anything else uh, by comparison feels derivative and feels like you're, like you're copying. And I, that's the only thing that I feel fails well, on this. For sure. you got so thing- much. yeah. Yeah. The only yeah. thing
2: is that the, the Tazra itself has has moved away from the hooded look. They've no, fully they gone have. into the helmeted look. So it 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 leaves it up for grabs. But yeah, still, the association is still Cobra Commander. Yeah, especially I to just. People who
1: have had a long history with the line. Also, I mean, I could switch it out with Miles Mayhem.
0: You know, like. Uh, do you know what I, I mean? Been... Like, well, it's all I'm glad the same. you mentioned it's Miles the same. Mayhem, because Miles Mayhem was very much. A man of action. He was always piloting mm. um, Switchblade into battle. Uh, and and just like General Mortiferro, at least in these illustrations, had a thicker set. Cobra mm. Commander is kind of diminutive and kind of for lack of a better yeah, term when he's, kind he's of the like a word. he's skral. He's like Yeah, he is. You know, he's, a wild yeah. Dude. Like a- he's not he's not a frontline guy. General Mortiferro looks like that perfect symphony of like Destro meets iron claw, he's got that 90s extreme thing going for him. And to counter your hooded argument there, Paul, it looks yeah. like a very deliberate attempt has been made to have hard elements incorporated mm-hmm. into the hood. So it's a hard skull facade, and then with the hood draped over his mouth you know, to add a bit of, and neck, I suppose, um, to add a little bit of mystery. And that brings in the interest of how it will be constructed will it be a separate rubber piece that will then extend over the neck or will it be a hard plastic? Mm. You know, if you can think of the example of um, 1984 hooded Cobra Commander versus his Talking Battle Commanders version, like in 84, you had rubber that sort of extended past the neck post to give the hood a more realistic drape. And then in the 90s, they just went with a, a hard plastic head. So it didn't look, quite as realistic. Will well, this have that Pac-Man ghost extension, almost? Well, to to
2: counter what you just said, yes, in the details it's different from what what the hooded Cobra Commander is, but in in silhouette it still very much looks like that. From a distance you go, that's Cobra Commander. So there has to be it more a that a makes him stand goods... out to make him more uh, differentiated from Cobra, hooded Cobra Commander.
0: Will you have a soft goods shoulder drape ooh, that'd be nice though that would be that ooh. was the first thing
1: that came to mind when i saw that as well it's like ooh, soft goods would be cool on that and yeah. me I,
0: i'm gonna repeat to it, it but like if they're going with a thicker set or in construction for aussie uh night right what's his name jeez blanking <laughs> night raid thank you um if, if if 3D Joes, I mean, if, if Operation <laughs> Recall run with our idea and uh, make a thicker, bigger uh, buck, the same could get be chunks. used for General Morseferro. Like, and solgero or... Get a I'll... bigger bigger dude. Yeah. You know, push the boundaries. It's not just kind of road pig, like musculature, mm. but actually just like enhancing the thickness of yeah, all of the... Widen the, the profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah wide in the silhouette
1: like don't get like i said don't get me wrong with this i think it's a cool looking toy i just uh, i'm just surprised that they just retread that ground i just thought like we would get a different type of villain uh if, especially if you go all the way back and you check out those jungle dudes the uh, the unknown like when you look at them and you go wow their boss must be scary <laughs> you know yeah so that's there's, I don't know, I just, I just, that's just I, kind of the feeling I get.
0: I this. do like the fact that, yeah, that I'm Even though, even though they're going for the O-ring aesthetic, which kind of you have to take with a pinch of salt because there are hokey elements abound in that construction. Mm. But they've taken the baddies very seriously, yeah. so far. <laughs> you know, so far. early days well, maybe, but like th- they do look scary. And the scariness and the in- inhumanity of that kind of sets them apart from my heroes. Very few faces amongst the baddies, if mm. any. Um, and it speaks to that like, early G.I. Joe line, uh, almost Bond villain-esque adventures in the comic mm. book, where Cobra Commander, it was a sort of you know villainy of the month type plots, but he was a menace not to be trifled with. Like, if you were in his presence, you were shaking in your boots because he could just Pull out a snake and kill you with it, <laughs> bludgeon you with a globe, or hey, if, you know, if he was feeling particularly magnanimous, just shoot you in the head. You know, all of his underlings were always in complete terror, and you know, contrast that to just a, you know, a couple of decades of issue, not decades, a couple of tens of issues later, when his story gets trotted out and is far less intimidating as a result. You know, and now current. G.I. Joe comic books has Cobra Commander acting as much a buffoon as he ever did in the cartoon series mm-hmm. I yeah. you know, thought that's, yeah. that's my grumble it's my gripe So let's introducing let's on a some serious baddies that's great, let's end on a high note Rob, oh, yeah. Paul what is <clears throat> if you could only have one it's, the, it's it's the Desert Island Discs scenario <sighs> What's your your top of the pops? What's that one album that you're gonna have with you?
1: The uh, Fat of the Land by the Prodigy. Oh, wow. oh, oh, you mean the toy? Like which operation? <laughs> no. i <I'm> just <laughs> Okay, Computer,
0: Radiohead. Hey. Oh, that's a good album.
2: Oh. Yeah, actually the the, the oh, mine would be Kid A by Radiohead.
3: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Wow. All right.
1: And so toys. on the to toys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. My, I think it's. Oh, sorry, Rob. Go. Well, go let go, me go. go
2: first. My, my, my mind's short. Uh, Clanker and Tank. I think that's a cool concept. It's probably the wildest concept that's come out of this. Um, I'm very interested to see where it goes because it's it's it feels like the one that has the it can develop the most and be really interpreted the most as well. I just love the idea of of Tank. I just the of Tank being like the leader of the team. I think that's so cool. I want that to happen. <laughs> If he isn't the leader, I'll be very upset. You know, Tank versus General Morty. Mortif- General. General Morty. Um, yes. Uh, I, yeah, but I think Clanker and Tank, uh, from where, where it's come from, from uh, Bobby's original designs to what uh, Mark has, you know, kind of interpreted from that, it's it's going to go somewhere very interesting. Yeah, if I had to choose this one, Clanker and Tank. Uh, you, you have to choose one that has a... Uh, a companion, obviously, <laughs> you have to, yeah, <laughs> you have to, and that's why Paul chooses. You know,
1: ironically, <laughs> like, none of <laughs> none my of selections, <laughs> none of my selections have an animal companion, and that is really weird because I love animals. Um, that is very strange. yeah. The f- okay, I'm just gonna start with the duh. Totally gonna get sh. Okay, I love this idea. It is uh, it's after my own heart. It's Okay, it's a ninja, you know, and like going into this, I was like, uh, you know, before this even started, I was like, there's probably going to be tons of ninjas. And yeah, just a 10, year old, a 10 year old in me loves ninjas. And I also just, I resonate with the um, the uh, the leg, the prosthetic leg or the cybernetic leg and all of that stuff. And I just think what where Mark, Mark Pennington, ah, ah, in English, where Mark Pennington is going with this design is really interesting to me and really fun. And I like that the character is not an analogue. Although it seems like an analogue for Snake Eyes, it's really not. It kind of seems like his own thing, which I dig. That's awesome. Uh, definitely grabbing Damsel Fly for myself. That would be another one I'd bring with me into uh, onto the island. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I love that gun. I love the jetpack. It's just we're gonna have lots of fun together. This toy and I, I can wish it around the house. It's gonna be cool. Um, and you guys saw this coming. Duh. Um, great whites.
0: Like this, well, this you can leave that image up because that's also gonna get my vote.
1: Cool, great whites are just amazing, and the way Mark Pennington has like uh, brought this to life, or at least the direction that it's going, whether it goes into the sort of heavier set armor Michelle type or the skinnier kind of Lord of the Ocean, you know, like kind of vibe, I'm sold either way. Um, you know, for my uh, if I have to put this into GI Joe, my Cobra forces need. A leader for their um, ocean troops, for their their, their sea-based warriors, because uh, they don't have one of those. Technically, or sector viper kind of, but not really. And anyway, it's got a shark in it. I was decimator
0: as a individual. The file card lends credence to that fact. I I, I do think he's an indiv- individual.
1: Okay. Mm. Well, bonus then. Maybe I still need to yeah. Decimator then as well. And also, like, uh, I just cannot ignore this figure. Like. Uh, although i want to see what the toy looks like you see those are the three aquila del sol for anyone listening yeah oh, Sol Ego Guerrero. um my whole thing is this i love the concept i think the idea is stellar it looks like it's going to be fun if uh, i just want to see how the toy is pulled off like if they manage to sort of widen the profile a bit and make him really staunch it's going to be very cool very interesting and it's definitely going to find its way onto the desert island with me and that was my fourth bonus figure um, but, uh, yeah, but you guys know me over the next, co- uh, over the course of the next couple of months with the backer kit, uh, you know, operation recalls
0: Kickstarter and me are going to
1: become quite acquainted with each other. So,
0: hmm. Yo. well, need we say more if, uh, you haven't had a chance to back operation recall and you've listened to this podcast and we've perhaps, perhaps swayed your dollar, check out the backer kit, the description the description. The link will be in the description below. Uh but I think that concludes our overview, our Operation mm. Recall Roundup. Yeah. And now but... I think we're gonna break into a more free form whatever you want to talk about for the next uh, ten minutes, Paul. Ooh, have you got ooh, some ooh. new toys? I got the some... uh
1: but let's start with uh he <laughs> It's one of those uh, i was thrilled to find this on my lo- on my most recent um visit to the toy shop and this is when the picture actually appears which it's not it's taking a while um so suspense please ladies and gentlemen it is and i'm hoping the picture flashes up anytime now picture it's up um paul I oh see good it. i'm not seeing it on my side so beast um, it's beast man from the the masterverse line and the Masterverse line, I am not actively collecting. Um, I actually, I think the only other figure from this line that I want to get is Shiro, which I'm quite amped for, because uh, I love Shiro and I'd love to have a, a decent-looking version of one in my collection. But Beastman just spoke to me from the shelf. He was just like, "Buy me!" and look at his soft goods. He's got like cool, fuzzy, like fluffy, like you know, fur coat thing that's going there, and it's just, it's so great. And it's so cool on the figure in hand and and he's got a cool like mask kind of thing uh, It's just so much fun. This is a great toy. I'm very happy with this purchase. I have absolutely no regrets um, I took this over getting the origins roton, which was also at the store surprisingly But I have told myself I'm going to stop on the origins vehicles. I uh, just want the talent fighter That's what I'm making space for so yeah, I got myself a Masterverse Beastman and you can actually put him up in his original deco, so you can take this furry thing off and make him wear his original stuff. And that was my intention. And after doing the swap, I was like, "Nah, I actually really like the soft goods. Look, it, it's fun. It adds some dimension to his poseability because it, you, you can sort of get him like leaning forward and yeah. And then this is just him posed uh, here with Horace. Horace is a bird that uh, doesn't seem to be able to fly too well right now. And Celia saved Horace. So Horace is just in a cage in a little hospital. And uh, Beastman wanted to pose with Horace. So there we go. That's my new toy. Those yeah, shoulder
2: pads look so cool.
1: Those shoulder pads are so cool. Damn. They're fluffy. Proper 80s. Proper, proper 80s. So there you go. That's That was my hmm. new toy. And I was just excited. I was like, yeah, I got a new toy. <laughs> I got so, a that's... new non-GI Joe toy. <laughs> well, Steven, Steven got a, 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 a new non-GI Joe toy that he did such a fun video of. I was all excited. Wow,
2: I was, I was yeah. surprised by that. I was like, "This isn't even GI Joe," but I suppose he's short enough to be kind of like a GI Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you folks referring? Ooh. Wolverine. Well, if you
2: haven't checked it out yet, Stephen, uh, there is a cool video on the GI Joe Brick Channel uh, talking about no the Kenner Marvel Legends Wolverine. Yeah.
0: Wolverine. This Wolverine. 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 Guys, I have been cured of my sad addiction in one fell swoop. I cannot abide by limited point of articulation figures anymore. It's just the legs. It's the legs. Like, arms be damned. If they've got one point, that's fine. Um, Wrist swivel, even better. But, like, you get absolutely no emotion from a, a static legged figure. And, and you splay his legs out and they look ridiculous. Like he's making a big sort of.
1: He's <laughs> <leap. laughs> <Just laughs> jumping stupid. around. I think as long so as I they have. I'm a maniac. Maniac. <laughs>
2: as long as it has knee articulation, I think it makes the figures infinitely better. I mean, I think we have the superpowers, um, uh, Robin, somewhere, and he has knee articulation.
0: So, the, the comparison I draw is that these guys are like Secret Wars figures from mm. back in the mid-80s. Except mm. Secret Wars figures, as I recall, have a little bit of juice in the knees. Like, they are semi-pre-posed. They have a bit of a dynamic yes. like stance to them. One leg forward, one leg back. These guys only do the, the neutral, which, I don't know, take it or leave it. Either way, it's a tease. So, crap. I just love those. It's with- for- <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's my son's toy now. And also disappointing, if only, also disappointing, I bought a Star Wars figure that is is released in 2022, but it's not a 2022 figure. Her name's Shay Vizsla, kind of riding the wave of like the fact that Mandalorians are everywhere. Like all the pegs. It's just variations on Mandalorians. Mando's
1: Mando's everywhere. Is she from the Shame of the Force line?
0: she's from a video (laughs) game from 2012 she's got a great new head sculpt and this is far less exclusive from republic commando isn't she whatever it doesn't matter this is the problem with modern star wars action figures of the three and three quarter or four inch scale is that you don't unless you do your research and you know exactly what era they've plucked those parts from you don't know what you're getting in terms of articulation she's a Mm. t-crotch in the era where star wars figures finally started to get good She's a f***ing tea crotch. This is the best pose you're ever gonna get her in. She's in a kind of a gun, gun toting pose, but like, she can't do much. Rubbish. I was
1: about to say like, what are you gonna complain about? And then I was like, oh, he said tea crotch. Yeah. She's a maniac, man. Because a figure released
0: today, you expect to have today's like amazing Star Wars articulation. She sucks. Um, great deco, great sculpt, but like she looks that really, really good. Hurts. Yeah.
2: She's a great little statue, um,
0: and she cool head she retails slightly higher than the rest of the vintage collection figures. Bastards, and I, yeah, it's possibly because she's trying to tap into a faux sense of exclusivity because the figure that she replaces was very exclusive and very rare and low number runs. Um, so it's the same buck but with a, a better head. Um. But there's nothing exclusive about this figure. You can get it anywhere. Um, she comes with additional accessories that I suppose most Star Wars action figures wouldn't. She's got her alternate Mando head. And the reason I got her is because it's not a very Mandalorian-esque helmet. It doesn't have the kind of a, the T visor. So it could stand mm. in as something else. She comes with an additional blaster. And then, okay, this is also removable in the backpack. Maybe she comes from Kotor. But yeah. here's the problem, guys. And this is the thing that I'm trying to resist tooth and nail and failing dismally is that these pieces of hard candy count as accessories. Blast effects. <laughs> oh, blast effects. Garbage! <laughs> I'll take them off your hands. I like both. <coughs> Not these ones, pal. The stems 100%. are so thin and weak that if you pose her for, like, not even two minutes, they start to sag. Oh Erectile dysfunction, yes. <laughs> kind of erect flame happening. <laughs> there we go. Gaz terrorists. nailed it.
1: Yeah, she's from KOTOR. That's right. Oh, no. Apparently, she's from the MMO. Oh, yeah, KOTOR. Yeah, because the it's KOTOR the did the, the Old Republic.
0: She's Star Wars.
1: Or Old Republic, the MMO. Yeah. She's got anyway, a great
0: look, but she's a cock tease because yeah, she just can't She's her a legs.
1: maniac,
0: maniac. <laughs> 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 and also, I just I, I need to talk a little bit about um my drive through this incredible country.
2: Yeah, like oh, you drove across the whole of Australia. That's crazy.
0: After packing up the house for a week, basically, and the last sprint to the finish line was hectic, guys i saved my toys like i kind of did my toys quite languidly in the dead of the night when i didn't have to do anything else so everything was bubble wrapped boxed very nice but boy oh boy on the day of exit i was just literally like throwing stuff into the car it was hardcore um because i drove basically the length of the state um by car Drove, drove from the north of queensland down to brisbane which is in the south. It took 16 hours. Now, in in South Africa or the United States, if you drive for 16 hours in any direction, you're going to cross you multiple provinces or states. Yeah, you you transit a country. Uh, yeah. But my point is, you you, you pass through n- numerous state or provincial borders. Yeah. In in Australia, you can drive <laughs> for like 20 hours and be within the same state. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, massive. But I will say this much. After spending my days running after a toddler, a languid drive, just me and a car full of toys, was very restful. Very rejuvenating.
1: Oh, that's cool, man.
0: It was not without its challenges. I mean, if you can imagine the view you have inside the Millennium Falcon's cockpit, that's the view that I had in my car. Absolutely no rearward vision. Absolutely no vision to the left of me. Just like straightforward and to the right. Changing lanes. <laughs> interesting. Interesting.
2: Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh wow. Wow. You certainly got a lot of stuff while you were there. This is two Glad years worth of collecting.
0: Oh, and this isn't even half of it. Like the <laughs> stuff that I that, that is junk to me um, got sent with the removalist guys in the in the big truck. Now the stuff that came with me personally was like G I Joe only. Plus a handy-dandy box for the two of you, gents. hmm Ooh.
1: Yeah. It looks like if you break too hard there, the beast bomber
0: would have taken your head out. Oh, it'll go for its final flight. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and, um, as we point our, our feet to the door, um, yeah, gents, I, am. Um, I've received a fair number of amazing donations just by virtue of what we do here on G.I. Joeberg, But I have the most outrageous story that is completely podcast and YouTube channel unrelated. My parents were in Greece recently. My mother visited an old friend of hers. And this old friend happened to say, listen, Daphne, I know your son collects G.I. Joe action figures. Well, my son collected them when he was a boy they're just taking up space in the attic. Does your son want to take them off our hands? Yes. Even I know that. Well, no shit. That's, that's the obvious answer, but oh, I, I failed to realize how much stuff like oh wow, boxed vehicles, dudes. What? Oh my absolute shit. Look
1: at that warthog. I'm ice cold.
0: Warthog. Destro's Dominator, the Overlord Dictator, the Dreadnought Cycle, the Polar Battle Bear, the Law, the Devilfish. So those are the boxed vehicles. Wow, dude, that fish.
1: means you have a um, Dreadnought Cycle box now of figures as, well. as well. He's
0: always
2: had the oh, Dreadnought Cycle.
1: Oh, yeah. Have you always had the Dreadnought Cycle, Steve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually. that was, uh, Oh, sorry. I didn't think you did. I Because uh, I love that toy. He's a I, huge
2: I, Dreadnought fan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So Rob, now Rob's got a joke, saying no, I'm joking. <laughs> but guys, and the Ooh. picture I got from my mother isn't terribly clear, but there seem to be figures that are still on card, like wow. Flint and Hydro Viper.
2: Oh I can have another Hydro Viper. This is brilliant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> amazing. So, And Pony. I am, <laughs> I am like a pig in shit, boys. This is uh, like it's absolutely a, insane. We've often heard amazing <laughs> stories of people who've been given other people's childhood collections just by virtue of the fact that, like, we know this stuff, that you adore this stuff, and it means nothing to us. And like, what we're we gonna do? Sell it? You know, I, I don't want to get my hands. The dirty. Shit out of this stuff. Way. Oh my god! I'd rather give it to imagine. someone who would actually appreciate it. But you know, never did I think this kind of story would happen to me. And man, I'm giddy. Deep. I'm pumped. It's not just because it's 2 (laughs) a.m. Shit, dude.
1: I look at that warthog and I'm just like, yes. I feel like I've walked on. I just feel like I've fallen into, you know, Scrooge's money like pit.
0: And it's (laughs) the Euro warthog as well. Oof. He liked. So
1: great, dude. Well,
0: I... I don't know. I don't know. It could go either way. It depends on what you're used to. But like I, my childhood warthog was obviously the European release. So I'm used to that shade of green and that kind mm. of plastic quality and the sticker quality. So mm. yeah, it's nice to have what I'm familiar with. Wow, dude. Anyways, this has been episode 264 of G.I. Joburg, the oh, Operation yeah, Recall Roundup. Um, I hope anyone Hopefully, is interested in yeah. this thing.
2: Hopefully no one recoils initiative. from listening to this episode and you enjoyed uh, our perspective and we've encouraged you to get some of these toys maybe by February next year. Go crazy.
0: And yes, to, to answer Hans Chow in the chats, yes, that that childhood collection was given to me for free. Um I I don't know if I can even wow. believe it. Because obviously my, my folks had to then mule it from Greece back I'm to sure South Africa. Man. So it's... Oh, <laughs> no. I, think, I think it's no, sitting in my childhood now. <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: If they they're not carrying stupid. a bunch of toys, do they kind of like wait? Did we actually go on holiday? They're gonna feel like they forgot <laughs> something. They're gonna be like, "Oh no,
1: we haven't got a box full of shit for Stephen or <laughs> <All> his friends." <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, daddy-o's. Uh, Rob, do you have any feedback you want to sink your teeth into before we disappear?
2: All right, I, 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 we've we've this this is quite a, a a big episode, so I'm just gonna say my favorite comment on episode 263 was a thumbs up from Raúl Coronado which I think mm. sums up what Megaforce is all about. Thumbs up positivity <laughs> and is that thumb? go get them attitude. Do it. Go watch Megaforce, guys. If there are more comments, I'm definitely going to go into it next time, but I think we've we've eaten your ears off for a very long time tonight, guys.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks again to the Berg Force who showed up on this fine day and yeah, all of the patrons people. out there doing their, their beautiful thing and uh, tossing us a few dollars every month, it is obviously appreciated. Much thanks to anyone gratis. who
2: listens to us, even like, thanks to every single person who just takes the time mm. to be like, nice. I like the way Stephen says recoil, I like how Paul laughs, laughs. I like how Rob <laughs> s- doesn't say things. So
0: comments. Like it's kind of cool, and of course, <laughs> all the great interactions on the YouTube comments thread, anywhere we are social, be it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah, we love the love. We see you. Thank you very much for playing the game. We'll be here and next go week, watch Mega Force. <laughs> <laughs> <Megaforce. laughs> yeah. Nice one. We are out. <laughs> bug a
1: bug, bug bug, 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 <laughs> bug, 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 <laughs> bug, 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 bug,
2: bug, 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 bug,
3: bug, bug